0: We're available on Facebook as Latin Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and ¡Vamos Orlando!
1: Welcome, everyone, to Louder and Proud Orlando, Monday, September 18th, 8.42 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. Uh, very happy. I mean, an 8-point uh, week, you got uh, Orlando City showing. And I think what, what this pod has been about since we started, I mean, we've been very positive. We, we believed from day one that this team could do this. We believed in, in, in the squad in the players and the depth and, you know, a lot of things were said in the beginning of the year, but the good thing is that Orlando is winning the, the, the Orlando city fandom, I think is united in positivity for what's coming next for Orlando city, which is obviously now people are saying, Hey, are we going to make the run for the supporter shield? I'm starting to believe I already believe. So I'm going to go all, all in. And I'm definitely going to say that I'm very happy that the club is uh, doing superb, as well as the Orlando the Orlando Pride that has shown not only resilience, but, I mean, the fastest goal in history um, yesterday. And then OCB clinching playoffs. So it's been amazing, an amazing week for Orlando in general as a city. So very excited for that. Uh, with me is John Paola. And also I want to announce we're live on Instagram. So I want to say hi to everyone on Instagram right now that's watching us um the link for the stream it's on the bio just click on it drop us your comments how you feel and subscribe to the channel we're going to be on instagram for about 15 to 20 minutes uh we are going to read also your comments on instagram so drop us your insight and we will love to hear what you have to say um this is obviously for for you uh for the city beautiful so um john how are you my friend uh i know uh, you're, you're back in the pod
2: you know a uh, fantastic week how you been my friend good to see you again i'm great buddy i um i had a very busy week last week actually we opened i work people don't know but i work for a theater company and uh we opened a very big show on on friday night um we opened nosferatu at the renaissance theater so mm-hmm. that was a huge that's a uh, undertaking movie. for me because it's a halloween show it's uh big deal for us. So that was my Friday. It was exhausting and had a lot of fun celebrating opening night with them. And then Saturday night, went to the City game, just expecting to enjoy a nice, you know, regular game, perhaps some drama against Columbus. And there was a lot of drama and that was a lot of fun. And then Sunday night, I went to the Pride game and saw even more drama and, you know, got to see another win. So like it was I don't want to say the perfect weekend, Luis, but it it was, it was. It was up there. It was pretty, pretty damn good.
1: yeah, not only that, um, you have uh, Ramiro Enrique being considered to be uh you know best well actually he wasn't he was announced actually a, a few hours ago. he's uh he's been voted player of the match day. For the mls you know yeah thank you mls
2: for thinking of us for the first and time then the the game day squad match day yeah. squad, right with we, uh we with
1: have a martin Martine uh, play a fantastic game and uh you know there's a lot of positivity in in the fandom and you know i think that we need to keep it that way uh till, till, till the end of the till the end of the year so Paola, how are you good to see
3: you again <laughs> Great to be here, guys. Sorry that I'm not on video, but I'm I'm in Puerto Rico, but I'm here. Super excited about this episode because that was a heart attack game on Saturday. And I have a story that I need to tell you guys what I was thinking on Saturday. But we can talk about that a little bit later. But I'm super, super happy to be with both of you and our audience today. So happy to be in the pod.
1: Thank you for everybody that's joining us on Instagram. Johnny, AJ Garcia, Parallel Park, Jaime Regalado, Josue. I want to say my friend Josue from Air Sports. Landing Overloser, Along Came Dan, Mundo Football, Guti, uh, Fabian, Dodger. Thank you so much for for being with us. Let's read some comments here. Mark Rodriguez, I admit it. I was wrong. I left the match early. I will never, ever do that again. Come on, Mark. (laughs) Come on, Mark. Okay, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna focus on that. That's but the second
2: person has told me they left the match. Yes, early. and I said I, don't, don't tell anybody that ever.
1: That's yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. We're, to not gonna, we're not gonna you, you know, we're not gonna put you on, on blast, my friend. Don't worry. JCBs, when noches, everyone. What a game, down to the wire. This is why I love this sport. Vamos Orlando. Thank you so much, Joshua Tall. I definitely believe Oscar Perez deserves a new contract. Also, a great comeback by O.C. and a great win. Tube TV. Thank you so much, Pineda. I had hopes that there was one more goal at the end of the game and I was able to record it. There you go, my friend. I'm so happy that you were able to enjoy this win with your family and, and your and um, Alonso. His name is Alonso, Gold Tube's Son. He plays for one of the academies, actually. He could be a future a future star, a future, a future uh, lion. There you go. Joshua Tal. Also Torres O'Haden Enrique came up clutch. It says Papi in e- Densmore. Uh, he has the players uh bought into believing that they can do anything and they have. I'm so happy, uh Emily. Uh, thank you so much for being with us right now. Joshua Tall. Also, what are your thoughts on Luis Musi and Ricardo deserving a promotion? Well, I think that they I think that they should stay. Um, obviously, I will have to say some of the signings maybe they didn't pan out the way they you know they were hoping, like maybe Eric Jankara, you know what I mean? But it happens in, in the sport. I'm not gonna you know I think they've done tremendous a tremendous job of getting uh, some of the players that are vital like Felipe he had a monster game against Columbus um Ivan Angulo I think he w- you know it was great to see him back so a,
2: a lot of a lot of great call outs uh, from those guys well, I think a lot of people are Luis are saying that they should all be like promoted up one one right? more. Like within so instead of just being renewing their contract like they go you know but I don't I don't think Luis Musi can be promoted no, Luis is, anywhere. He's Luis top is of a, the top. So he's a, he's a Ricardo, off. I think, also already yeah. got promoted from scout yeah, yeah, he to already like got promoted. Technical yeah. director, technical is he director. In now, right? So right. that already happened. I think, really, we just want renew contracts. We don't, Yes. Promotion is, is not really. I agree. New. I don't think I the think guys the need way... promotion. They're, they're at the top of where they can be right now.
1: I uh, do think it'll be tough to catch Cincinnati, this is Luke Minak, um, but a home playoff should still be the focus and the goal, and winning our remaining uh, games can get carried away with stuff out of our control. Uh, we'll talk about that. I mean, there's hope, you know. We just have to wait for Cincinnati to totally do go through a slump, which is tough, right? Uh, Omar Santiago, hola, hola, señor Omar. Sitch Taylor, this Sunday is big uh, versus Miami. Game, uh, we have to win against New York and get some points. And Sunday, uh, get some more points too. Thank you so much, Sitch. Joshua Tall, yeah, they really have been doing a tremendous job. Hopefully we extend their contract. Yeah, so so let's start with with, with what happened in Columbus. You know, Honestly, uh, I, I believe uh, we started uh, very slow. Um, I, I will say uh, Columbus dominated uh, some of the instances. And that's why they got three goals ahead. Um, You know, the defense. I I, I think that the defense uh, was not up to par uh, in the beginning, uh, uh, in in the first half especially. I mean, it was just, uh, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Rodrigo had a tough game, um, especially marking Cucho and, and... Cucho and, you know, some of them had a, a, a tough time marking some of the Columbus players. They were too too fast, I, I believe, and um, Diego Rossi was having a, a field day, in my opinion. So what were your uh, first thoughts, uh,
2: John, on, on, on this defensive chaos in the first half for Orlando City? Uh, I mean, I tweeted after the third goal that sometimes we kind of look like Swiss cheese back there, you know? Uh, sometimes teams just go straight through us and columbus are a very direct attacking team uh, and they they kind of did that on a couple goals especially the the third one um schlegel we've talked about it before you know he has good games and bad games and this is one of those where he just he made a lot of wrong decisions he kept stepping up to try and close down the man and and you know, Rossi basically saw that was happening and and the third goal was all Rossi just reading that he stepped up too much forward and Rossi got in behind and it was an easy goal. So sometimes his positional awareness kind of lets him down. But also I think, you know, the whole back line didn't necessarily have the best game. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking about Dagger Dan. You didn't you know struggling a little bit and, and so did santos as well i think it's just a case that columbus have very good wingers like gressel is extreme like he's one of the best wingers in the league and Yaboa is extremely pacey and you've got Cucho and rossi they're, they're attacking with like three or four very pacey very you know fast play very direct attack uh, and that kind of caused problems for our back line and that's how they just go straight through us at times um, the good thing is we were able to score more goals than them, so it didn't matter. But uh, on another day, that wouldn't be the case. So, um, you know, defensively, definitely some lessons learned. But I don't think it's anything that Oscar would be super upset about. He would just say, okay, this game, we had some weaker guys in there against some of the best attackers in the league, right? In Cucho, uh, for example. and uh, And it just didn't pan out for them. But overall, we got the win, and that's what matters, so... Uh, all is forgiven, and, and hopefully uh, lessons learned for for Schlegel, and maybe he'll, uh, you know, think twice before he just steps up all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, defensive issues were uh, tremendous uh, throughout the game. Um, that's why Columbus was was up three to one, like you said, John, and uh, you know, having players like Diego Rossi um, that they can beat you in the one v one, and it showed. Julian Gressel, like you said. But uh, switching to the positive, Pedro Galese, monster. Two saves in the first half. Uh, I think a couple of saves also in the second half. Uh, Paola, what are your thoughts regarding El Pulpo? Uh, Do you think he has a a, a fantastic uh, game against uh, the crew?
3: Absolutely. He maintained us in the game, technically. Because if he he didn't save those two important keys save, We were going to get a little bit screwed, even though that we pulled off the game. But the reality is Columbus was pressing us since the first minute of the game. And we were not finding connect that ball to the to the uh, forwards, to Ramiro. We were having problems in the 45. The first 45 minutes we were having problems. That's the reality. And that was that. my point in the beginning of the pod was I have a story. I was watching that game with my dad and I told him if we continue playing like we are doing right now, we're not going to win this. And my dad looked at me. He's like, uh, be faithful. Come on, we're going to win. We're going to win. And I'm like, OK, fine. As soon as I left the room. Ojeda scored that goal, and I'm like, okay, I'm the bad juju. I need to, <laughs> I need to turn off the game, but I didn't. Um, but after that, that first goal, we were we were finding ourselves. But that 45, that 44, first 44 minutes, we were having problems. That's the reality. And Pedro Galese saved our back because if he wasn't composed between those poles, between that net, we were gonna. I don't know the outcome, but it was going to be not not pretty for Orlando. So, like always, San Pedro Galese was there to save us, and he did.
1: Well, you know, Yeboah had a couple of uh, chances against Galese, and he delivered big time. Um, his performance against Columbus have made uh, a buzz in, in Peru. Uh, I mean, you're talking about coming from – Two very tough games against Paraguay and against Brazil. Uh, Almiron, Neymar, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he was probably the best player in Peru in both games. And then flying over, kissing his kids and his wife, and then putting the, the same outfit. Pretty much, uh, I, I think, you know, Peru is sponsored by Adidas. So they, they they he had the same kit, the same pink kit in Orlando. He had it against uh, Brazil, and he was a monster. Like he, I was like, "Yo, is he playing for Orlando? Or is he playing for Peru?" You know. So it was it was so weird to see him with that. Taylor
2: team. Taylor Twelman tweeted out about him. It's like, what's it like being an Orlando City fan? And we're like, because <laughs> with El Pupo getting all these saves,
1: yeah. And so then flying over, getting a, a little bit of sleep, and then boom. Like that performance uh, against Jaboa, he stopped Jaboa. He stopped Cucho uh, on the on the one v one. A couple, of, so I mean, it could have been really bad for Orlando the first half. Like Columbus had the chance to maybe be up like four goals uh, if it wasn't for Pedro. So I mean, de- definitely great job by Pedro. Now I want to ask John: Will the Cartagena obviously out? because of the red card and then we had a player like you know we've 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 talked about him here in the show we've said that you know maybe he he's getting he's he's had a tough time getting used to maybe his role you know here and there uh great person, great guy but Felipe I think this was his game and he stepped up on Cartagena shoes and I believe he delivered. I don't know how you saw F- Felipe um, against uh, Columbus. I think he was
2: pretty big part. I think he definitely did uh, did more for sure. I think we saw like we saw that one ball that he sprayed out for uh, Ojeda's goal, right? Um, that you know, that pass right there that we're seeing on screen. He pushes that out to Angulo. It was a really nice ball that then comes back across for Ojeda to get the first goal for us. Um, I also saw some moments. You know, he he was moving a bit faster, not. You know, he's not the fastest, but I saw more movement from him. And just generally, he was more involved than we've seen him before. I think that was my problem when I've seen him play before, Luis, was he just didn't seem to get involved that much. And today he was taking a bit more of like, we know he's a leader. We know he is. And so we wanted to see that leadership on the field. And we saw more of that. And I think he he shows that he can step in. It was surprising that it wasn't um, Junior, but I think that's because – Columbus is so strong that we needed to have an extra defensive midfielder in there instead of someone like Junior, who's perhaps more of like an attacking midfielder. But overall, I think he did a good job. Um, I, I think that, you know, Cartagena will be will be needed back for like this week, especially with the Miami game. Um, I think it, part of the reason that we conceded so many goals was because we were missing our, our double pivot. Like Felipe is a good... Sub in, but he's no real replacement for the partnership that Arujo and uh, Cartagena have got this season.
1: 87% accuracy in passing for Felipe Martins. uh, Definitely exceeding the mark he had in uh, Austin FC when he was in Austin FC. One of the best games he's had this year, in my opinion. Um, I want to say hello to him. Uh, I know that he was talking to uh, Alonso uh, a couple of times. Man, he's, he's watched the show in the past, but you know, definitely he's, here. A, he's a
2: great guy, and I want to say that yeah. all the fans feel his passion, you know. Yeah, I think he's that's what we guy. like about him. Is we, we 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 feel like he's a great locker room guy, and we always want those around,
1: yeah, definitely. You know, um, he he delivered big time. I, I mean, in the comeback, uh, and we're going to talk about the ment- the winning mentality of Orlando City in a little bit. Um, it's a first. I've seen this happen in the past with Oscar squads, but this time, I mean, it looked like they truly like said, no, you know what? There's like 20 minutes left in the game. We're gonna win it all. We're gonna win it. And it, it didn't matter who was on the pitch, and it showed that they truly wanted to go ahead and uh, and get that W. Um, Paola, I wanted to ask you about Facundo. Obviously, um Oscar said uh on the post press conference that he was um he, he thought he was not going to play you know this game and he 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 came from uh playing with uruguay bruised in his leg he had a contusion and uh he thought he was not going to play and eventually the player and him decided to you know hey let's give him some minutes he feels ready he feels you know the, he, his leg was pretty swollen and I believe he's definitely, uh, you know, in the beginning of the year, we were saying, hey, we need Facundo to show that he's worth the $13 million we paid for him, right? Uh, and I believe that he's done this already. I mean, the performance he had, he... Turned the game around completely. What are your thoughts regarding uh, Facundo Torres's performance uh, against Columbus, Paola?
3: Yeah, you, you just said it. He turned around that game in, in seconds. And you can see the quality of a player that he is, that even though that he had that swollen ankle or, or leg, he wanted to play. Like, that's the mentality of the team right now, the, the, the entire team. They want to play, they want to win. And as soon as he hit that field, everything changed in a positive, keeping change, right? Because Ojeda scored score first, and then he scored the second one, which I was impressed. I'm not going to lie. I was like, wow, I think we're going to, th- th- there's a possibility comeback of this game. Um, and you can see, like, the, the quality of the player. Like, now, like you said, Luis, he was kind of not, not sleepy in the beginning of the year, but he was not finding his way with the team because, remember, the team changed players this year. It was not the same players that last year. So he had to adapt. He had to gel. He find his way, how to connect with the entire team. And you can see how Facundo Torres changes the pace of the entire team and the, and the game. So I'm happy that he went in because I was like, we need we need Faku for the second half we need Faku for the second half I didn't know that he was injured to be honest but then I feel kind of bad when Oscar Pareja in the press conference said he he picked up a little injury with Uruguay but um I'm happy that he's back and hopefully um probably he can get a little bit rest for tomorrow or not we can talk about that later if we're doing the um the starting eleven for not tomorrow on Wednesday I'm crazy. I'm cuckoo um, but you can see the top quality player that he is, and he now he's demonstrating that he's a thirteen million dollar or more player to be honest, so I'm happy for him that he's back and I'm happy that he's making that impact to the to the team,
1: yeah, I mean honestly, I'm really disappointed that he only got like not even. Ten minutes with Uruguay, uh, and within those ten minutes, so you know the level of play in the coming ball, he got he got a bruise in his leg. So imagine that in ten minutes of play. So um, I'm hoping that this level of play that he's showing in the MLS translates to the national team, because uh, for him is an honor to play for Uruguay. So I know for him is very important and for his family as well. So, but I mean the way. I mean I think he's he's gotten it just like Pedro has gotten it you know switched flipped the switch I'm in the plane I'm already flipped the switch to Orlando City mode like you know what I mean and I think we benefit of of those switches because it showed today like after the third goal of Cucho Hernandez Cucho came and he did the whole thing against the fans he like flexed on the fans and did the celebration like uh, Facundo came in and he's like, hey, it's okay, we got it. Calm down, let's let's take a breather, let's let's regain. Boom, like you know, uh, changed the game, the pace of the game, and it actually um, talking to some of the players uh, post game, it motivated the squad, uh, to, you know, to see him on the pitch and to you know be have more of a leadership uh, presence on there. So uh, good for Facundo Torres. Now, now, I want to talk to you, uh, John, about the resilience of this team, right? I mean, you've been through so many OCSC games, it's not even real. Like, what can you say about just this massive display of not giving up? Because literally, it was like, I'm not giving up. I'm not, I'm not allowing myself to lose.
2: And it's funny, Luis, because this actually ties into another point that I was gonna make. And Paul is gonna be freaked out by this because I also was, you know, in the stands at around the 45th minute or so, and thinking, well, it's almost halftime. I'm gonna go get a beer. And I walked out <laughs> and, Ma- and Martin Ojeda scored a goal, just like Paul. We're
3: the juju, John. Yeah. We're the baduju.
2: So, <laughs> so you gotta do it mean, again, John. The conspiracy goes on, you'll see, because so I come back, you know, it's halftime, you know, we've got the second half going, and then that third goal goes in from Hernandez. And I'll say, okay, at this point, I'm like, all right, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get a sandwich because we're <laughs> losing 3-1. What a, but better time to get a sandwich there is not. So I walk from this wall all the way down to the other end to get my chicken sandwich from the coop, by the way, if you haven't had that, no, really that excellent, was... recommend. Was... Um, and then as I'm standing there getting my sandwich, I hear a big scream. And Faku Torres scores a goal. So <laughs> at this point, I'm like, should I even go back to the wall? Am I just bad juju? Should I stay away entirely? But I go back and I get to watch, you know, the last 20 minutes where it was it was almost like inevitable, Louise, Like I've never watched it more confidently being like, we're going to not only we're going to tie this thing. We're gonna win this thing. Just like Oscar was like, we're gonna win it. You could feel it in the stadium. And that sort of like 75th through you know the end of the game, the just sheer will and determination of the boys was it was evident. Like that goal from Ramiro went in, and all I was thinking was, we got six minutes, we're gonna score another one, and we're gonna make this thing four-three. And that's not usually the mentality. I'm going with Orlando City. In that scenario, usually we're chasing a game. I'm just hoping we can get a tie. You know, the cardiac cats are usually there. <laughs> yeah, me too. The they're not <laughs> usually they're getting the win. And today, you know, on that day, it was the cardiac cats with the win. So, and how loud it was, Luis. I mean, no, no, I it was you, you could probably hear it through the press yes. box, but the, the wall at about the 88th minute, I don't think I've heard it that loud. I mean, the Open Cup final last year probably equals it. But even then, that was a full stadium. It sounded like it was a full well, stadium. And tell everybody, you. the entire wall, the entire stadium was banging on the seats and screaming no, and shouting. Amazing. And the yeah. boys, you know, shooting at the wall. Like I always say, Luis, you got to shoot at the wall that second half. We drove them, and they fed off of us. And it was just inevitable. It felt like it was going to happen and it did happen and oscar called it and and fair play and enrique made up for his losses and misses earlier in the uh, in the game by getting you know a one and then uh, that final goal was just you know that that picture of him jumping in the air with his shirt off that that says everything right that was the yeah. an incredible moment and anybody who wasn't there Sorry, you missed an amazing game. And anybody left early, never do that again. Learn your lesson.
1: Yeah, don't do that. I remember. I mean, I remember people would do that in 2017. You know, uh, <laughs> those were dark times. Uh, but um, I mean, that was right. probably
2: more justified in 2017. Yeah,
1: those those were dark times. Those were the times where you miss Adrian Winter. You know, um, and. <laughs> but honestly it remind
2: me of the usa the the usl days a little bit yeah like, I've had that sort of like we're that team right now where we just win no matter what so like we we're finding the wins regardless
1: no not only that like you know i i go for i, I go to the to you know i'm, I'm credential. you know where the outlet is credentialed by by the league and and by and by the by orlando and and, you know, we go to the press box, and uh, it's a working press box. You're not supposed to to cheer and, and you're supposed to, to yell. But, like, honestly, when that fourth goal came with Ramiro, I want to say hello to Mikey Kennedy. I want to say hello to Jackie, to everyone. Everyone just went insane. Lucas, everyone just jumped, like, oh, my God, goal. Like, you know, like, we weren't really – for foreseeing this game to go this way, but we were so glad because it's not just the voice. It's the whole operation, if you think about it. From the person that greets you at the door to the communications staff all the way up to the people down on the pitch, like the photographers. I mean, it's a whole operation, so, I mean, it, it was fantastic. I mean, I think uh, the the the... The vibes were out there. What about you, Paula? How do you, how do you lived it?
2: I want to know. Paula must be upset. She wasn't there, Louise. Yeah. She hasn't so said anything. I deep down, she's sad. I could tell.
3: I was I was kind of sad. I'm not gonna lie. Every time that I have to miss a Orlando City game, I I I go sad. But the good news is that after I have a wedding on Saturday after the wedding, I'm going to go into a plane so I can see Orlando City game on Sunday, I'm not going to miss that game. So I <laughs> funny story. So my cousins picked me up, we went to a restaurant and I was actually watching the game through my phone. And then Kuchel made a goal if I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, ugh, I'm gonna stop looking at this game because we're, we're not this is not gonna, this is not gonna end well. But mm-hmm. then when Faku scored, then uh, Ramiro scored, I was almost screaming at the bar. I hold off because I was the only one, you know, watching a soccer game um, at, the, at the restaurant. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And all my cousins looked at me. And I'm like, what? they were like, what, what happened? I'm like, they just scored. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, they're, she's, she's cuckoo head. But anyways, even though that I was not in the stadium, I felt the passion that the boys bring to the field because that energy that they, they demonstrated on Saturday, we need to see that more often. And it's not that they're, they're not energetic, right? But the magic that I saw on the field on Saturday, was different from other, uh, from other games. So I see positive things for the future of Orlando city and future games. So I think we're knocking the door for that supporter shield. What do you guys think?
1: Honestly, I I believe that Orlando um, just needs to keep playing at this level. Uh, I was was all in that Orlando was going to definitely try to win as many games at home as possible. Um, Now we're going to play against NYCFC. I'm not trying to knock them down, but I mean, I think we are the better team now. We're still playing in a baseball field, which I feel like it's despicable for the MLS. (laughs) <laughs> but uh
2: it's like so new york to be like hey I'm we can't jump. be our baseball field but we'll get another stadium while we need one oh it'll also be a baseball stadium
1: though. yeah first it was yankee candle stadium or whatever yankee yankee stadium and now it's like city field which is what the mets play just
2: just oh just go play at a high school or something it's i know than right? these baseball I was... stadiums Jeez, you know they
3: want like a hybrid stadium and that's not fair
2: they're a... they're an embarrassment
1: you know but whatever yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling that we can definitely uh, do our part to to definitely get the three points there uh, and then come really motivated to definitely annihilate the Flamingos or the Herons or, or Fort for Lauderdale because I believe that that's going to be the cherry on the cake for the season for Orlando. I mean, we might not win supporter shield, let's say, because Cincinnati will keep winning because they're a fantastic team. But we're gonna definitely stay stay hungry, right? Uh, towards playoffs. Um, I, th-
2: I think the, the Porter Shield is. I think the eight points is hard, but then right. also if you look at Cincy's games, they're just they're just gonna walk. So like they're playing Montreal, that's next. yeah, that's, that's a, a walk. Win. Right then now. they're playing Charlotte at home. That's, that's a wow. win. Then they're that's playing cool. Toronto away. That's, that's a, a win. win. Then New York at home, like the Red Bulls, that's a mm-hmm. win. You know, the, the Miami and Atlanta are the only tough games left. And that's the last two games. So they could have clinched it by before that. They've got four easy games. So if, unless they really complete – I mean, they haven't been doing well. Like they just – obviously they lost to us and then they drew to Philly, but Philly are a good team. So a draw away to Philly is, perfectly respectable results There's,
3: they clinch they haven't played good that's the reality
2: i mean they clinch playoffs what i'm saying is they could clinch the title in the next correct yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah yeah like they you know they only need to win a few more and you know us not to win a few or you know it's pull away if they make that gap of eight points any bigger it's it's theirs so and- we can't slip up. They, you know, they have to slip up like multiple times basically.
1: Correct. They have to like go through a
2: Yeah. They got to like three, let three Charlotte game losing and Toronto streak. beat them or something crazy. Yeah, they streak, have to go through know.
1: a three-game losing streak for us to like and we got
2: to really what I would say poop the
1: bed, Louis. Exactly. They got to like truly choke like like Tottenham or like Arsenal in the. got to do the ultimate
2: bottle job as we'd say they A really Right,
1: bottle right, job. But I am 110% for certain that we got a lot of depth, and it showed in this game against Columbus. Luca Petresso came in, I will say 6 out of 10. Great. He came solid. We haven't seen him in a while. He came poised, ready to definitely help out, marking some of the Columbus players so they don't get ahead. Then you have Jaclyn, which obviously he did not score, but he's red hot. I mean, you cannot deny that. And Oscar said it, you can't deny Jacqueline. I mean, the, the kid's like the top scorer in the MLS, um, MLS uh, 2, I call it, right? So, you know, you got to give him a chance. And I think that he, I mean, Angulo came off and then he came in and you didn't really see a difference. You still see Orlando push through in the attack. Um, Mikey Holiday, too. I mean, he's just going to get better. I mean, yes, he showed that he kind of, did a couple of bad passes here and there, you know, Columbus went on the counter a couple times, but he's just now getting used to coming back and he's in full, in full form. So we've seen what Mikey can do in the beginning of the year. And he was a solid starter, right, John? He was a solid starter.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I really thought at the beginning of this year that this was going to be Mikey's year to break into the team. And I still think, like, you know, I, I love Dagger. And I think that right now, Oscar is like, okay, I've got Dagger and I've got Mikey and I've got, you know, Kyle Smith. I think he's looking at that for the rest of the year, his options. But going into next year, I think Mikey, you know, could well be, you know, the the plan for him to be the starting right back. It depends what happens in the end of the season, right? We need him not to get injured again. We need him to have a good end to these last six games and, and run into playoffs because Dagger is, is you know, very good attacking-wise, but I think Mikey's definitely better defensively. So if you were asking me, you know, if, if Mikey was perhaps a little fitter, maybe he would have started against Columbus. Um, so, like, maybe on Sunday, we could see Mikey potentially starting instead of Dagger. Um, either way, we've got, a tight schedule now, right? We've got a game on Wednesday. We've got, this is three games in a week again. So I see no problem with bringing Mikey to start one of these three games instead of dagger at the right back position. And he looked hot when he came in. And I think he, he's just a natural right back in the sense that dagger isn't right. Like he just wants to run up that right wing dagger, you know, will go everywhere and can, can do, you know, the inside inverted fullback kind of role. Whereas, Mikey is more of like a straight up wing back um so I think it's different things from different guys. Uh, it was interesting to see Dagger, I think he moved into the midfield if I'm not mistaken um, when yeah, that happened uh, so me. you know like we said he's he's the Swiss army knife, right so he uh maybe you know Oscar would like the idea of being able to use Dagger as a super sub in the mid for Wilder or Cesar um instead of having him you know have to play right back if Mikey's ready, so uh it might be that he's going to come back and claim his spot. We don't know, but I expect a rotating between those two. Um, You know, one of them starts, one of them comes on for like the rest of the season. I would expect that to happen.
1: No, I wanted to go ahead and uh, just talk about this because we're talking about New York. Now we're going to be focusing. we're going to do our lineup for, for New York, but I want to focus on this for everybody that is watching. Thank you so much. Everyone in this listening. Thank you so much. We need to stop doing this right here. Look, and I wanna give thanks to the English lion. Uh oh, is this him? Yeah, the English lion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he he took this 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 shot and I'm gonna use it here in the in the pod. I wanna give him credit. So thank you so much, the English Lion. So
2: this is exactly at, what I was referencing.
1: So, this is exactly what we need to stop doing, especially with teams that have fast attackers. I mean Rossi showed in LAFC. I mean he beat Raul Ruiz Diaz's um, goals, go- golden streak a couple seasons ago when he played in LAFC. And LAFC won a championship. He's going back to that level for Columbus. I mean, you could definitely see. Um, we cannot defend like this against a player like Rossi. And this is what's going to definitely um, <laughs> make or break us. I don't know what are your thoughts there, John, and then
2: we'll go for Paula. Well, no, I already said it. I mean, he just he, – he's a very, like, on-the-front-foot kind of center back, right? He wants to go forward and win that ball early. And if you get an intelligent striker who knows that he's going to do that and watches him do it a few times, then they learn, and they just let him run towards him and draw the draw the man in and, you know – I'm sure, Luis, You play FIFA, and uh, and Pablo, <laughs> you too. It happens to me all I'm not the happy time. With the I love to fly that center back in. Like I'm
1: telling the... you, I'm not happy with the rankings.
2: Yeah. So uh, <laughs>
1: there we go. How come Galese is a 73? Oh, I
2: haven't. I haven't quite looked at the. 54s. So so Galece, I mean, yeah, guys, is a 73.
1: New... Galese is a 73, and then the su- the sub. The third sub, the third keeper for Peru is a 74. Can you believe that? That's not cool. That is not cool. That's crazy. Right? That is insane how Gales is not like ranked a little higher than that. I'm just saying. FIFA, you're not going to be able to sell your game. Well, it's not FIFA anymore. It's uh, EA, what's it called? F- uh, FC 24, right? You're not going to be able to sell, sell your game if you're going to rank the players like like that. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, unless it could be right now. If Orlando goes for a run and let's say Orlando, I mean, I, I was interviewed and I want to say hello to, uh, there was an NYCFC blog that interviewed me that they were going to do a preview for for the game that's coming up, they asked me, "What are your expectations?" I said, "I want to go through second round of playoffs. So I want to make I want to make a playoff run. So we're not gonna make if we're gonna make a playoff run, you better rank our players right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you better rank, you better recognize Facundo, you better recognize Pedro, you better recognize like you know the players
2: are making a. I mean the uh, MLS." I'll send it over to you. here. You go, Luis, and you can you can throw it up there. They uh, they put Ojeda on this graphic because a seventy six. So, but then I'm wondering, surely Torres should be ranked a little higher than Ojeda, right? And why wasn't he featured in the top ten? I guess his top ten shooting. I guess Ojeda's right. got amazing shooting, but Torres is not in top ten shooting, apparently.
1: Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, they're both in the team of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, they're both in team, team of the week, but I, I can't believe this Denny's Buanga is in the team of the week when he totally like. I'm t- I'm telling you, like this guy does not deserve to be in the team of the week. He he, he goes and his team loses against Inter Miami. He goes and asks for an autograph and a and a freaking picture. Like that's so despicable, man. Like that's that's like that, you don't do that in soccer. I'm sorry.
3: And didn't pass
2: the ball to Bella that he was lying. Yeah. Right over. Bella. Oh, don't even. Yeah, that's insane. Just would have beat Messi. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay.
1: I'm going to put that. What oh, you just sent me right here.
2: Here you go. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was talking about FIFA and the uh, the uh, card ranking. So Ojeda's in there. Uh, not that one. Did I send you the wrong one? Um... Go up in the tweet or down go on that tree oh right here right here, right here yeah there you go go up still. Up, 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 further up, up you'll see him there he is right here martín
1: look, uh, look I'm I'm telling you look I, like this is a skewed okay I'm going to say this why is this a skewed obviously messi's messy okay i think i think we can definitely agree with that messi's <laughs> yeah messy. right messi's messy but Andriyushy, yeah, he was the best player in Russia. Okay, but he's—I don't think he has performed in his best of his ability in 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 the U.S. Vela, I will say, just like Messi, he's he's a great player, but Rui Diaz only has four goals the whole year.
2: Why is he seventy-seven? I mean, this is the thing. Cara probably would have been in this top ten shooting and had they just sold him. It's not it's not on form of real life, you know. It's just I just how think it's FIFA ranks exactly. their stats as a lay ability Chich- to do something. How
1: how's Chicharito 77?
2: I mean, it's just that way. But I'm Understand. sure we'll be will be lower ranked than some of these other teams. I think there is a little bit of that. Like I've yeah, I think like Faku should be like a a high 70s, perhaps an 80s player, right? And if that's not the case, then it should be questionable. But anyway, not everybody plays FIFA. But
1: you called it, John, because you said, <laughs> hey, Martin has that foot and he oh, always shoots. Man. And
2: at some point, he's going to get a couple like that. And you, and well, you that, that was the uh, two of our goals on exactly. against Columbus, just came exactly. that delivery for the final goal. I mean, his left foot can. It's just such a dangerous ball. From some set pieces, I I really think he's from corners and free kicks. It causes such a problem. And it wasn't even that we were winning them like outright headers. It was just scrappy, like they were landing and they didn't know what to do and they panic. Um, But the keeper kept trying to come out to get it, but it's got so much curve on it, he doesn't know where it's going to land. He can just put it on a dime is the way I would describe it. And he does it so consistently every time. So I would almost say he's got to be in the starting lineup just for his ability on a set piece.
1: For sure. For sure. And uh, I, I would say that, you know, now we have NYCFC next, you know, and uh, we're going to be doing our lineup right now. I'm going to pull up the. Did we
2: read all the comments, Luis?
1: Yeah, let's read all. Yeah, it's just some of the comments. I right right remember we got to. Yeah, I think, I think we have a couple here. Uh, I forgot Holiday even subbed down. It says uh, WV, uh, VW Hutch. Thank you so much. Uh, Pedro Galeza thankfully came up clutch with his saves many times during the game. It says Joshua Tall. Thank you so much. He yeah. says Pulpo. Thank you so much. Sish Sailor, we want to see big Orlando fans. Everyone knows this Sunday. We're leaving uh, at four o'clock. Tailgate opens up five. There you go. They know what Tailgate. Let's go, Orlando. Thank you so much. Joshua Tal, I think we definitely need to score first and score a few goals versus NYCFC and versus Inter-Miami. I do agree. Uh, do you think Ojeda starts on Wednesday or possibly
2: on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a great idea. Um, I mean, that's part of our lineups we're going to do next. Yeah. I, I have a,
3: oh, go ahead, Luis. Sorry.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say probably we can see a lot of rotation for Wednesday, but when we say that, pareja prove us wrong right but in a good way not in a bad way right so i really don't know how the formation is gonna bring us on wednesday because it's a huge game on on sunday but at the same time we need the three points for wednesday so this is gonna be an interesting conversation what we're gonna do right now so let's do the lineup lee sorry to cut you on there
1: no it's okay well the good thing about orlando right now is that they're not starters are performing at a high level so felipe ramiro um you know some of some of the mikey right I mean, Oscar
2: oh. already rotated the lineup for the yeah. Columbus game, right? And that would be like out of these three games, I would be like, well, you know, Miami and Columbus are the tougher opponents, right? So you know, and then like Faku coming in, obviously he was slightly injured, but if he wanted to, he could have started Faku, right? And he chose not to, right? Uh, you know, so we're having a fresh Wilder come back. I think the the rotation doesn't worry me because we've got guys like you said, Luis, that are stepping up.
1: And then you got Junior junior Urso. Yeah,
2: you got Mm -hmm. Urso. Like we've got Enrique. You know, arguably, like Duncan's gonna come back. Is Duncan gonna start or is Enrique now like in the starting eleven? So, so so I think it's a great problem to have. We've got guys that, you know, I I don't think there's anybody in the team that I would put in right now, and I'd be like, oh, I don't feel comfortable with him in. Right, like I think everybody can play, and I, I would be like, okay, it's great. Let's see what you can do this this game. So it's have, a, it's about saving the guys from Miami, though, I think. That's the bigger game.
1: Let's read uh, Nick's uh, comment. Just joined. The minimal formula to make playoffs was win at home and steal points on the road. OCSC has not done that this year. Insane, we're the best club in the league. Well, sir,
2: enjoy it. Well, the home form wasn't great, but now it is. No, it is now. It's a, I mean, now like second half of the season. It's like a fortress. First half of the season, no. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, I remember when
2: Charlotte came and beat us? Like, that's not gonna happen now.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you're talking about. It, I mean, you you also don't want to be like, a, 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 you know, I'm sorry, but you don't want to be a freaking Debbie Downer about it. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, like, I mean, uh, right now uh, we are I'm bit I'm in the last five matches. We've earned victories in four of them. We've notched our 100th season uh, in the MLS in 2015. We've, we're in an unbeaten 11-game streak. You know what I mean? Like You don't want to be like... Bum, 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 bum. You, know, you don't want to be like that, too. You know what I mean? So um, it's good to analyze, but it's not good to overanalyze. Because when you overanalyze then that's when you fail I mean you have to enjoy the game you cannot just let 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 um, let um, you know um, these these uh, numbers to to fl- to flaunter you know what I mean you you, you have to make sure that you're uh, you know just happy with where you're at right now you know Orlando should not be the best club on the road. <laughs> should not be, but they might be. And if but they we are... are the
2: best club on the road, I believe, right? I mean, I think what he said, yeah. Luis, is that this, he can't believe it that we are now well, so good that we are an incredible at home and the best away team. Will Nick believe it? Welcome. I mean, sometimes I pinch myself. Like this weekend, I was like, wait a minute. Who are we right now? Right. Yeah, like, I, mean, I was still hyped this are morning,
3: John. I was still, still hyped at work and everything. I think I was <laughs> the
2: most hyped for this podcast. I've ever been for a podcast, just so I could keep talking about how awesome that win was. Like it's just so cool. I mean, it's a moment right now, and we've got yeah, we to enjoy to it because there were dark times to get to this point. Time. So let's uh let's all celebrate. And if we can be messy on Sunday.
1: That's gonna be the cherry oh. on the cake, and people oh, think, people do not realize this. That would be the this, best. This is gonna be this is gonna be the cherry on the cake. This is gonna be the renewal of Oscar Bryan. There's a lot of insiders that are not really accredited with the club that are saying that Poppy's gonna leave no matter what. He just has to win the MLS. If he wins the MLS, then yeah, he'll stay. Wrong. This is the game coming up. If Orlando proves, I mean, you you have to understand the press Orlando is going to get if they beat Messi. All over the world. You go to Bangladesh, Orlando City will be on the front cover in the sports section. You go to freaking Machu Picchu, Orlando City will be in the front cover (laughs) in the sports world. Like, it's going to be insane for the club. The press are going to get so. And I, I have a feeling that based on what happened back in uh Fort Lauderdale, the boys are not going to let that happen. You know, um they're not going to let that happen.
3: Karma is going to serve on Sunday. I'm telling you. You
1: know Karma. What I mean? Atlanta, Atlanta came
2: close, but without Messi. I mean, it just shows you, doesn't it? It's not a day. And also, I got to say, anybody who is upset that he didn't go to Atlanta, I mean, I tweeted about this, but you're not a Messi fan if you think he was going to play on turf. Yeah, he's not going to play. And you it. don't understand the world <laughs> of, like, international soccer. Like, Ibrahimovic, when he came here, he didn't go play on turf. Neither did Drogba. Neither did, you know, any anybody else of that exactly. level. And Messi is well, way bigger Rooney than they did. are. Rooney so, did. So, well, yeah. Rooney may be an exception to the rule, but yeah, there's a long list yeah, Ro- Ro- scrapped. big ex-European players that came over would not travel to turf, and we always knew that was going to be the case with Messi, so um, there's some speculation about whether he's going to travel as well on Wednesday. Um, they didn't move the game. We all thought they were going to move our game because they're, they're playing three games in a week, so it's going to be interesting with him and uh, when they rest him and when they play yeah. him.
1: I agree. Uh let's read some comments. Emily Dinsmore. Thank you so much, Emily. This reminded me of uh of the late win over Portland. <laughs> I agree. I agree with Emily. I
3: think it was the same score.
1: Exactly. She, she's she's Yeah, four three. She's fantastic. Joshua, Tal, do you think AC will be back this week? Uh or soon? Well, AC is getting better. Uh I don't think he'll be back this week. According to my to my sources. Sources.
2: They won't be back this week, but um, we have. done dare, dare I suggest um, someone else apart from Schlegel, perhaps getting a chance yeah. if it's if he's not. Yeah, back. Schlegel is going to be maybe not for Miami. Maybe Schlegel, you know, is the only possibility for Miami. But you know, you know, maybe we give Salim or Kibunguchi a chance for this uh, New York game. Kibu Kibu has it. I, I think Kibu has it, and but you know we'll, we'll
1: we'll see. But I I do believe that AC is not back yet. But um, in the first half we did not see like 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 John was saying. Now we didn't see um, you know Rodrigo
2: showing strides. But um, I have a feeling that he he'll, he'll get a little better. <laughs> He's like two-faced, you know? It's like two different Schlegels. It's like either the Schlegel that turns up and just kills it, and you're like, you're an animal, and we love you, or it's the Schlegel that makes mistakes that cost it.
1: Correct. Against really tough. And I love
2: the guy. He's so passionate. You see how crazy he is all the time? And he's like, (laughs) I don't know what he did to the ref. At what point, it looked like he kissed the ref. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, that was I really didn't. strange. I didn't. Oh, you got. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was like a foul or something, and he like went right up to the ref, and then they had like a, I don't know. It almost looked like he kissed him on the forehead from far away. But he's he just he's got so much passion, and I don't want anyone to think that I don't like Schlegel because I love Schlegel. He just no Schlegel is frustrating because he makes the same mistakes and it kills us. No, Emily we're talking is... true.
3: It's not that we hate the player. We love Rodri, like, but the reality is he did the exact same error a couple of times. Like the screenshot that Luis shared, he did it yeah. way before in the beginning of the game. So it's just and the he's reality. he's
2: done that in multiple games throughout the season.
3: Exactly. Yeah, he's,
1: yeah, he's done that in, in multiple games. And, and, and especially, I believe that against Messi, you cannot do that. You know, um, and I know the way they've performed against Columbus, which is truly not really a rival. Like it's not really like I don't feel it's. I know that Columbus people feel like this, like we are like a rival for them. We're really not. Like they feel that this is like a rivalry between Columbus and Orlando. There's really not, in my opinion. Um, but I
2: mean, I feel like I really hate them so is that a rivalry or is that just so you hate I, them disdain them i feel like we, if you look back we have had some, like, controversial games against them i so feel some people have like animosity towards columbus which i'm one of those people and therefore that it's more of like a rivalry of hatred than like a like a geographical rivalry
1: probably i mean i feel more animosity against atlanta and against uh, miami I mean Atlanta for sure. Oh, I have
2: Miami.
1: Well, my, of well Miami now because of, because the whole thing with Massey and the whole how the league is behaving with 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 that team, you know what I mean? Yeah. I you think know? for me it's I mean, like Atlanta about, Miami
2: Columbus for my top
1: three. I mean, three and just hated. to say it just just to be clear and I know if if Paula agrees with me Orlando went through a comeback of 4-3. They were at the bottom of Apple TV right here, like around the bottom. And then what you had on Apple TV when you log in is, "Watch out, man! Um, Inter's comeback story to the on on the road towards the playoffs." I'm like, "There's," and I'll be honest, Inter has the lesser chance to make the playoffs, especially now that Atlanta beat them is it's, it's it's Amazon existent so it, it it sucks I'll be honest with you <laughs> I mean I, I feel like it sucks I know what you I know what are your thoughts Paula, about that
3: no it sucks and also they were um featuring Atlanta win over Miami more than our game that our game was more interesting that their game, you know. I was like, really, you're gonna feature Atlanta now and Almala? Oh my God, Almala, the superhero of Atlanta United, and not us? Okay, fair play. I was, I was impressed that Ramiro Enrique was a uh, player of the match day. To be honest, since when we haven't seen a lion on that thing? Tell me, since when? It's crazy. It's just- I. I don't even mm-hmm. remember when we had uh, a lion. It featured in in the match day thing. So I mean, Torres
2: is in it like every week usually.
3: Usually, but to vote, he he's never picked. So now I I don't know. People are noticing us, or MLS is noticing us more. Ugh, it's just BS. I don't know. Like I mean, I, I, I would.
2: I Columbus up there is one of the better teams in the league right now. Like they are in very good form as well. So I feel like we've just beat three of the best teams in the league in a row.
3: But for sure. My Doyle said it, and my Doyle is not one of the biggest fans of Orlando City, and now he's praising us. So I don't know about that, but it's just that I don't know why MLS hates Orlando City, to be honest. <laughs>
2: All right, let's do some comments. Oh, we could uh, go on forever about that.
3: Oh, yes, we no, can. <laughs> no, I,
1: agree. I agree. Emily Dinsmore, if I could only choose one, I would rather be messy than win the cup. I mean, I oh, agree with is,
2: you. That's true hatred of Miami right there.
1: I, I, I agree with you, Emily. I mean, if we cannot win the cup, that's fine. I'd, um, I'd
2: rather take the cup because... Messi will go away and the well, yeah, I
1: agree. I, agree. I'll, I'll, of course, I'll take the cup, but I mean, it's going to be tough. But I appreciate your
2: passion and I do really want revenge. Yeah, it yeah. just depends if they call it fair game, but we're getting into exactly. later in the week that's, topics that's... here, Luis. We, we're we always tempted to talk about Miami, but we got to talk about New York first.
1: And then it says, I'll choose winning over the Cubs. This is um, VW Hutch, thank you so much, Luis. I want to. I want OC to target Collins in the offseason as on a center back. We can play rather than just having Rodrigo, since we don't have any other center back besides Rodrigo and Robin or AC are hurt. Well, I have a feeling, and this is just my feeling. This is not the feeling of John or Paula or the club, but my feeling is that maybe AC may be. I mean, two injuries in one season that tells you that. Is probably he's not going to continue in Orlando. Um, I'll be honest with you, Collins will be a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong, he's right now in uh, one of the biggest teams in Greece. A um, um, this is a, a um, Aik. Aik, uh, I think it's a a e k a e k. Yeah, so they're going to be he's going to be playing conference league this year. So... Uh, I don't know if he's going to be, uh, you know, I think he has a year contract or a six month contract. So it's up to if he wants to come back to the league. I mean, he was a top defender in the league when he was in the league. So, but right now he's in Greece. So there's really nothing we can do about that. Sitch Taylor, internet. Um, internet, you know, Orlando City fans, we are leaving at four o'clock until you get a five. Please come quick this time. Uh, thank you. Let's go, City. Thank you so much, Sitch. Nick Sweringen, uh, um, we are number one in PPG on the road and 13th at home. There you go. Uh, Sitch Taylor, let you know, City Fangs, we're leaving uh, four o'clock. Tell you at five. Let me know, Go City. There you go. Thank you so much, Sitch. Uh, so let's do the, um, the lineup. Against New York City, so we got galese guys on a goalkeeper obviously what will be your four four in the back uh John oh. Will you start Mikey or will you
2: I think it depends who, which one you wanna dagger. start on Sunday, and then you start the opposite. I think Mikey's gonna get the start.
1: Now yeah, me too. I I believe and
2: dagger is gonna be saved for Sunday, and then like I, I believe dagger so. will come on at like 60th minute. I think they're just gonna switch off now. Yeah, one starts, I, one comes on until one of them shows the Oscar that you know. I think dagger still got it. I think I think until he doesn't, right? Like Mikey has to really or, come in. Or and it might be Kyle spot too. Or, or Duncan needs the. I think Kyle is. I don't think we're going to see much of Kyle left in the season. Okay. I love Kyle, but the thing about him was he was always defensively solid in this season. He hasn't been as defensively solid. So what is he offering that Mikey and, and Dagger Dan in that position don't bring you, right? So then, it's see... a question of you know assets. You know they're much more attacking than he is. So uh, I think it's going to be Dagger and then it's going to be Rodri. I think it's going to be the same back four: Rodri and uh, Jensen, Jensen and Santos. Do you feel the same, Paula? I agree. Oh no, I've gone for Dagger Dan, not Mikey starting. Sorry, boys. So you're going to start with the, with Dagger. Yeah, start with... Oh, sorry. No, I, I went the wrong. I'm completely confusing myself. Start with Mikey. Bring oh, in. I was going to say, I'm Save like... Save Dagger for Sunday. There you go. Oh, okay, Save okay. Dagger for Sunday to start then. So different back four. Mikey comes in. And then, the, you know, I think it's got to be... We got to have uh, Cartagena coming back in, right? Yeah, to yeah. just to get some minutes, even if he doesn't play the whole game, I'm sure he will actually because he'll be rested.
1: So you got Wilder right here, and then you have um, are you gonna have Cesar? Yep, I think so. Yeah, I, I think that's a tandem right there. I think, I mean, and plus, not only that, but like they both had. I mean, Cesar had a great. they rested. As well, they don't need rotation, and right then here. right in the middle, uh, I'll say you'll see Mount I think, yeah, uh, again, he's then, another one that's
2: been bringing off at the 60th minute to keep him fresh.
1: Probably gonna have Faku here, and you're gonna yeah. have Ivan. Oh, I think
2: Ojeda's gonna start there.
1: You feel Ojeda will start against Faku?
2: You don't think Faku will
1: start? No,
2: I don't think Angula will start
1: you don't think Angulo will start. Okay,
2: well, you notice time. Ojeda is playing left wing. Yeah, he did. And so Faco can play right wing and Ojeda can play left wing.
1: And then right up top, I know for a fact
2: that um uh, Duncan is ready. I think uh Paula probably doesn't agree on that one. I think I might think be a, will start. It's a, it's a push.
3: I think Ramiro is hot right now, so let's give him the yeah,
2: chance. I have a feeling that Ramirez is on start. You could and see Ramiro at left wing and Duncan up top. Mm-hmm.
3: True. Do you really think Faku is gonna start, even though that he has a swelling, like a swollen ankle?
1: I mean,
2: if he doesn't, it'll be Ojeda on the right, which we haven't seen in a while. Ojeda on the right, you know, Ramiro on the left, and Duncan up top. I would, I would like that actually. And then you just save Faku and, and, uh, um, you know, Angulo to come on, make an impact. There's so many options with those attacking. I feel like the back line no, is I
1: have a feeling. I have a feeling I mean, I mean you're talking In about the midfield, that it's obvious with
2: the front Faku's three could injury. Facco's injury is just a
1: bruise. So I'm I'm gonna take it as that. I mean he's he's a professional player. I mean a bruise is a bruise. Um it's it's not a it's not a it's not a tear, it's not so I have a feeling Fac gonna play. I mean, it it is it is uh, our chance to steal three points on the road, and then maybe in the second half, maybe take Faku
2: out and bring someone else. You know what I mean? Do we do we feel like anybody is needs a rest out of those guys? Like, you know, apart from Faku, like anyone else, you feel like would maybe we want to save for miami that perhaps does, oscar doesn't want to start
1: i mean game. i will say santos
2: because potentially yeah, he's, he's been playing he's
1: been playing the whole but we did just season. have
2: international break and santos didn't play right so everyone's no, just course. come back from international break so it, it's not like we've we only played one game before this run right three. well petrasto did really good you know what i mean yeah I, I don't know it could be interesting but i think ojeda made a claim last game, right? Like it's yeah, been figuring out where but... Ojeda goes. And so if Ojeda can play left wing and Faco can play right wing, then I'm thinking that maybe Angulo finally is gonna have to Some rest. Yeah, I mean I think Oscar would also prefer to have Angulo like he's gonna want his guys who work harder for him on defense for Miami. So I think if anything like Angulo is more of an asset for the Miami game than he is for the New York game. So maybe I don't know. It's interesting to think. I mean, Paula, what do you think that front three would be if it was you, or if you're going to predict Oscar? <laughs> That's the question, predict right? Predict Oscar. Don't I don't what your opinion. <laughs> I want you get in Oscar's head. What does he think?
3: Um, I think Angulo will start regardless. Like, I don't know. I have that gut feeling that Ojeda will come from the. From the bench for some reason, um, I don't mind this front three. To be honest, I like it. Um, it says it's just a tough question because you try to. Well, and then it's Duncan to consider, like right? What well, What was that, Luis? Um, sorry, John.
2: There's Duncan to consider as well, like Ramiro, then you know, like arguably Ramiro got his two goals from the left wing. Like I think Ramiro is better from the left wing than a striker. Yeah, and if you
3: and and he did actually play a little bit before his goals, like in the first half, he tried that way, like the left wing to go down with the ball. I I totally
2: I think if Faku's fit and Oscar wants to play him, then Faku starts regardless.
3: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: And That's... then that left wing right now is a toss up. Like it could be Ojeda, it could be Angulo, it could be Ramiro. Honestly, I don't mind I'm
3: Ramiro, making... but the I, I real wouldn't question... mind Ramiro there.
2: I think he, he did very well and it would be a shame not to reward him with more minutes after that performance.
1: Yeah, I think I think Ramiro may probably get the start
2: just to give Duncan maybe come in the second half and see what he can do, you know. What yeah, I mean? maybe we'll do the same thing again. Ramiro start up top, let Duncan come off the bench and Instead of Jack Lynn and put Ramiro on the left wing. Who knows? It's a hard one. Usually we've been able to predict the lineup, but this is you we tried. know it, it, we tried. It's Oscars <laughs> thinking about what to do, who to rotate like this week. Miami is such a huge game, you know, arguably you want to rotate now, right? Rotate for this game.
1: That's right. Yeah, I mean I feel like this is a good a good starting eleven, you know what I mean? Um and it, in the case of Faku may not be able and we weren't save him for Miami, you know, you can definitely I mean, but I have a feeling that Pareja will still put Faku. I mean, Faku wants to play every game, you know what I mean?
2: Like I Faku, mean- you just give him, you know, give him sixty minutes and take him off if you're worried, you know. Like he's he's plenty fit enough. He can he could play ninety and then play another ninety and still be fine.
1: Correct. Uh, it says, Emily Dinsmore, do you bench Jansen for NYCFC? He's his on four yellow cards. Oh, wow.
2: And then that's the case. Yes, I would. Yeah, well, and then if you've, then you're Salim. playing Salim and Schlegel as a, a center back duo.
1: Yeah, correct.
2: Correct. I, I do agree. Absolutely.
1: Before Sunday night, it says, Sunday morning to wear an Orlando City shirt. Before descending night, there you go. Descending night. Let you know, city fans, we're leaving at four o'clock. Tailgate at five, right, Paola? The tailgate.
3: If I barely make it to to Orlando, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
2: better hope there's not a hurricane at the end of the week.
3: You're oh no, no, Puerto no! Rica. No, I I arrive to Orlando at six a.m. Wow. I have a red eye flight, so.
2: See, I took a staycation this week, specifically, so I didn't couldn't possibly be on a plane and miss this game. So safe, I'll be energy. coming back from you know very near to Orlando.
1: I totally, I totally, I totally understand, and and, and I feel like Emily is right. I feel like if, if that's the case, I mean, I mean, Jensen is a tandem on the back line. Um, it will be the time for Abdusaleem to 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 pull through. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, I mean New York aren't like they just drew nil nil to the Red Bulls, who are not great either. And the Red Bulls kind of out, you know, in the stats, it looks like they have the better game more XG, more chances than New York. You know, and and New York City FC were the the home team, so they got Santi Rodriguez and you know some guys that can cause problems, like you know Pellegrini remember him from when he was playing it they got uh, andre pereira in in midfield ex city james sands you know uh, i'm not really and quite on the form we're on right now this this should be a very i'm not i'm not gonna say the word easy but it should be a simple job Paula, what do you uh what do you think prediction wise for this one? What would you go for?
3: Ooh, we're 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 gonna score. They're not gonna score. It will be a new. Um I'm thinking. I will say three. Three nil. they
2: are gonna go straight three nil. Yeah. And uh who would your scores be? You're gonna have Fak- to the- Fak- 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 score. Faco scores every game.
3: Yeah, Faco is gonna score for sure and hope like i think he's on the golden boot content if i'm not mistaken because he already have 12 goals this season and i don't remember the list but the last person in that list had 12 goals can you imagine that he could be in that list if he continues I mean,
2: scoring he should I be i mean
3: Hani Mukhtar has 14 so he's not that far yeah from i Hanny. mean
2: He's getting up there. And I think that's the thing. At the end of the season, if they're not talking about Faku in that sort of MVP range or, you know, then I think it's it's a shame because he really he really is now showing that he's he's up there with your you know, Cucho Hernandez is and these other guys like um Hani Mukhtar and I'm oh, not, uh, I'm not, uh, not, you know, uh, Messi, for example, even, all right? all in, all in the stats, right? And Ojeda as well. Straight, I mean, that's something I i don't know if you saw, Paula, the tweet that was um came out about Ojeda and his stats, um, from the MLS Communications. He's you know assisting, he's up there now with I think 10. Um, he's quietly putting in these stats. Uh, and that's from the bench and the amount of minutes he's had he's he's really producing it at a, at a rate that he wasn't at the beginning of the season and I'm happy because it was a little bit worrying for Ojeda how he was gonna fit in gel and now i I really felt like that connection between him and Enrique and faku like that that third goal where it's like one pass to the other pass to the other and then faku put it in that was really really nice and i for me it showed that they are they're in sync now, right? They understand each other. And Ho- Ojeda is now fully in sync with Torres on the field and they don't seem awkward in each other's way and Enrique too. So I think it's all starting to, to gel and mesh um, and the uh, the way they just flow off each other is so, so free-flowing and beautiful.
1: I do agree. Uh, so I want to dive in, John, into the... Supporter section, jersey situation.
2: Real oh, cool. quickly, before we go to that, Luis, Paula did her prediction. Sure. She said 3-0 with
3: <laughs> Fakou in
2: goal. And did you have anyone else, Paula? Or was it all Fakou? Was this a Fakou hat? No, no,
3: it's not all Fakou. I wish it was all Fakou because I need to see <laughs> that
2: hat trick. Come hat-trick,
3: on, yeah. guys. Come on. No, I believe Enrique will do another one.
2: Enrique, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: So Uh, what do
2: you have, Luis?
1: I have um, Orlando 2-0. I have Orlando 2-0 and maybe another brace from Ramiro. Let's hope.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think I'd go 3-1 because we love a 3-1 away win. And (laughs) (laughs) I think think Duncan is going to come back off the bench and get one. Let's hope. I think he's going to come back with fury. Um, So I'm going to go Baku, Enrique, and Duncan.
1: That's fantastic. Fantastic. Now, um, I I do want to say that um, when you go to the supporter section, especially against Miami and any other team, you have to represent Orlando City. National teams do not count. So if Galese... It's Peruvian and you're wearing a Peruvian shirt. I mean, unless it says Galese, I will say that maybe let it slide. But still, you cannot wear it. You have to wear purple. Like purple is your color, is your supporter section, is Orlando City. Come wearing your jersey or a purple shirt or but the colors of the club. You cannot wear, you know, you or cannot wear, wear like, like
2: nothing, like white, black, like just wear exactly. nothing, a plain, non-soccer anything. You know, if you want to support Messi and you bought a ticket and it's in the wall, and you know, first of all, I wouldn't encourage that, but second of all, if you are gonna do it, you got to do it in plain clothes or something that's nondescript. And Incredible. I had one in front of me in the game in in Columbus already, so. Oh, you did? You had a yeah, guy that yeah. came with his. There was somebody in front of me with a messy jersey. I saw a few others. So, you know, we'll talk about that more later in the week, but I <laughs> think it, uh, it needs to be a priority for, for Sunday. Huh? An inter jersey? No, an Argentina messy jersey. Um, But I've seen the inter jersey, inter Messi jersey in the club. I've seen them around the stadium. I've just seen yeah. inter Miami jersey. Like there was one. One guy was sitting in a regular seat last game with the Inter Miami, Messi Jersey. And he, he might have been some people were shouting some things at him. And I'm sure. I mean, I think it's your choice, right? I think if you're gonna do that, yeah. you know, I don't I mean, think you people should be aggressive pot, to each other, but you might get the odd comments. <laughs> and you know, maybe that's deserved, right? Like maybe you know what you're doing. So I think that yeah. If you wanna see come see Messi, I get it. You're gonna be a messy fan. It makes sense. Just you're not welcome in the wall. That's all. Of it is. course, of course. I mean,
1: and, and, and guys, I'm gonna say in, in in español también so people can understand because I think it's important. Gente, por favor, con todo respeto y con todo cariño y con todo corazón, no la caguen. El el lugar de hinchas de Orlando es solo para Orlando. Tienes que usar el color del equipo que es morado. No vengas con tu camiseta de Messi, de, de, de Inter Miami, a, porque te van a botar Y vas a perder ese dinero que has ganado, que te ha costado mucho, mucho sudor de tu frente. I'm telling them, please, do not feel like it's easy for you to come to the supporter section. And just wear your Messi jersey or wear your Argentina jersey like it's nothing only purple is allowed in the supporter section you have to support Orlando it's a supporter section for support to Orlando not to any other club so like you wouldn't do that in your own country you don't go to Boca supporter section and and with a River jersey you just don't do that just
2: don't do that i mean i feel like maybe at least there should be an argument to say that you know, for these Derby games, I do Let's just start employing home and away sections. Like, there should be, you know, if all the messy fans should be put together in one place, they'd be happier that way instead of spread around all over the stadium, right? It's something that the, the have, they don't have to deal with in this country because the games are, everything so far apart. But um, for a game like this, I think it, 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 we. I don't want to see any problems and I hope we don't see any problems on Sunday, but you know, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh with all these Miami fans and Messi fans mixed in with with our crowd.
1: We came a long a long way from that logo right here. I remember that that logo. I have a magnet
2: from that from that era still. Paula, did you ever come to a USL game back in the day?
3: No. That's okay. Not,
2: we were all holding against I was not,
3: you. I was not living on the stage. You really weren't here. About. That's
2: the an acceptable answer. You'd be like, yeah, I literally wasn't
3: If not, I would have been there hearing the boys, believe me.
2: Well, I, I, I just posted this, Luis, because it, it, the era we're in now, like I said, reminded me a lot of the days when we used to dominate in USL. Like we're dominating right now. And it's it's, a, it's been a long time since we've been. One of the top teams of the league and it's it's great to see it again so shout out yeah. to anybody who remembers those days and uh winning all those titles back then
1: yeah i do i do i do i do remember it was um you know so easy to go to uh Wild world sports and just you know um and i remember the magnets. i have a magnet i have a uh, the original logo magnet and i'm hoping at some point honestly like, they should have a retro jersey. Like, that's, that has to happen. I mean, that, that first kid needs to come back. You know, that, that, that was, that was epic. I mean, Orlando City has a lot of history. A lot of people don't, a lot of people miss that, but um, it has a lot of history. Uh, I mean, old USL champs, you know, several years um, taking names in USL and now, Definitely taking names in the MLS, so it's definitely exciting, especially for you, John. It should it should be like double special for you,
2: the most people. I, mean, I, just, I just love how much it's grown and what it is, stories and all the good times. And I think back to all the the games and the friends I've made and the things we've done together and. You know, winning the Open Cup last year was incredible. It was, you know, yeah. I never thought that I'd see the day when we won a major trophy in this country, you know, and now we, there's still more to achieve, right? Like, so that's what excites me is the future. And and I almost think, like, if we'd have won a major title by now, it wouldn't quite have the same amount of excitement that we do at the moment, right? We haven't, we haven't won MLS Cup. We haven't won a Supporter Shield. So if we can do one of those things this year it's another massive milestone forward. And we're only just getting bigger and bigger and growing more and more. And my favorite thing is the fact that the league can't ignore us right now. Um, exactly. And that we are, you know, we are forcing them to talk about us. We're forcing them to recognize us. And, and so many of these, you know, pundits and other people that have, you know I just they jack like we said they generally don't like us and they don't think we're a big market or whatever reason it is um we're we're forcing them to pay attention and uh, and have to talk about us being a, a top top team and that that puts a smile on my face
1: correct um just to close um you know, you know just to close up uh do you have anything to say there uh paola real quick
3: no no um I agree with John and um I wish I could be back in the day when the USL, like the team was in the USL so I can, you know, experience the the guys and the, um, and the band and all that stuff and the supporters. So I wish I could be there, but unfortunately I came in a little bit uh, late to the party, but I'm here, I'm here now.
2: That's okay. I always say that, like, I don't think anybody should be, you know, Whenever you join the Orlando City family and you're a real fan, we're just happy you're here and one of us now.
3: Hey, not but I was not that sort
2: of, you know. I wasn't the, the top original... day in
3: 2018. Yeah, I remember I mean... that that was not good. Like, and I <laughs> stayed and I and I was like cheering in the supporters section. So yeah, that's I'm when sh- I fall I'm in sure love. We have Orlando. a lot
2: of fans from USL who left in those first years of MLS that thought this is not as fun as it was and we well, were winning all the time.
1: That's, that's that's me right here. So in 2017, I stopped being a season pass holder. That was a I, rough time. Because I, I couldn't... Well, first, I couldn't pay for it anymore. You know, uh, I moved. Um, I moved to a different... I took a semi from Orlando to Kissimmee. And, you know, it was just things that happened. And I just couldn't... I couldn't afford it. And then eventually... Like I still follow the team. It's just, I it's just gonna be a season pass holder. I was two years within the MLS, and those two years was just like, like bad. You know what I mean? Kind of like what Cincinnati went through in a way.
2: You know, and now they're reaping their benefits. It's like MLS growing pains. You know. And we hate the teams that didn't have to do it. Like Atlanta just came in and won, and you know other teams have done that. And it's not always easy. Like Charlotte are going through it now. Um, you know Austin, they had a great start, and now look at them. So it takes a while to figure it out in this league. It
1: does. Yeah. So um, Orlando City uh, returned uh, to Orlando Health Training Grand in Soledad Heritage Park, on Monday. Well, um, today. And they continue their preparations to the match against NYCFC. So, this is some video of Pedro and his drills and um, definitely some of the team. Um, You could see some of the players there from the, um, you know, that's Mason right there, right? Um, You could also see uh, Abdi. Abdi was part of the first team squad as well as Luca Petrasso as well as um, Duncan he was part of the training. You can see right there. You can see Taylor, uh, sorry, Thomas, Thomas Williams. You have Alex right there in the back. You see Junior. Uh, you also saw um, uh, Gaston Gonzalez. Uh, he he. If he's fit, he may have some minutes. So that's another depth weapon that we may get. You see the Wilder right there, um, getting ready. So, I mean, look look at that. I mean, he's in top shape. And so, Orlando, it's it. this was the last training before um, going over there. So, um, Abdi looks like he's going to be, if, if we see some changes in the back line, you can see Gaston right there. You can see Duncan right there completely healed. And you, and you see Abdi. So, those three names right there, you can definitely uh, take it. Right, that they're gonna have some sort of part of the, of the squad. Some, you know, and and those are Wilder's words right here. Obviously, uh, talking about the game that's coming up. Sitting and watching all of that unfold uh, this past weekend. Obviamente, el partido del fin de semana fue eh, tiene
2: tiene bastante. How was it for you, mirando al partido? <laughs> eh, la verdad, muy emocionante. I think que...
1: Very, uh, very, uh, the game, very, it was a great, I'm great game. I'm glad the, game, the, uh, team, gave the team gave us a victory.
2: Now, now it's in the, the past. Now we have to move Yeah, going. you know, obviously it was a very exciting game. It was a game full of a lot of emotions. You know, I could see that the team was having, uh, facing different challenges during the game, but they were able to, to overcome those. And thankfully we were able to get the, uh, Get the three points, and now we've got another game coming up quickly on on Wednesday. So we have to turn around and uh, prepare to face a great rival.
1: There you go. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. Um, I like the fact that Abdi Duncan uh, also uh, Gaston. You see them like highly active in practice. You know that could be, that could be a difference maker, right, Paula?
3: For sure, and I hope that. When Gaston comes back, comes back 100% because I think we rushed him in the last um, injury, even though it was not in the same leg, right? But I, I trust that he has been more than a month ready, but they're taking their time now, right, to have a comeback of El Tonga Gonzalez. And I hope that he could bring what he bring us in that Miami game on May because he was having an excellent game by game onto that injury, onto that hamstring injury that he had. And I'm, I'm looking forward to having him back in the, in the field and Duncan as well. So I'm looking forward for it.
1: And uh, we're going to just gonna end things here. I want to thank everybody that has been live with us. Ali Watts scored the fastest goal in club history. Pride won uh, two to one against one of the top teams in the NWSL, which is North Carolina Courage. Um, totally, completely annihilate them, in my opinion. Um, they 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 were the the Challenge Cup champs. I mean, you know, they came in as as the champs of the Challenge Cup, and they completely got clobbered by this young and exciting Orlando Pride squad that's definitely hunting for the for the playoffs. I want to give kudos to Julie Watt. Uh, sorry, to Julie, to Julie Doyle, Ali Watt. Uh, Adriana was amazing too, and obviously um, Coach uh, Pines, uh on Orlando. Orlando City uh, original too, right? One of the few uh, old, old, old players that we're stuck in those old times uh, that we don't want to remember. But <laughs> definitely Seb um was a huge help, and now he's a coach of Orlando Pride. And in my opinion, I, I think that the Pride uh, has a lot of depth. Um, Ali Watt is playing fantastic as a right winger, in my opinion. I think she needs to stay playing in that position. Her, her role is not of a striker, uh, a, a, a number nine. And Adriana is. I think she has a quality. Like Look at that right there. I mean, look at that. I mean, there's, there's no way she's going to miss that. So she has the finishing, the quality to to be a a straight nine, even though in Corinthians she plays a winger, which is the funniest thing. And uh, Marta and how she was, she was like the Maori of Overlander Pride, in my opinion. I mean, she was just making sure everyone's getting a good pass and. She might have not really um, been so incisive up front, but definitely uh, did give a lot of good um, good opportunities for the pride to go up front. And also I want to give kudos to um, Haley McCutcheon. She was fantastic defending, great defender, uh, great defender and as well um, as a uh, Rafa, Rafa was fantastic too uh, neutralizing some of the strikers for the courage. What are your thoughts, uh, John, regarding this uh, this game against um, From the Pride? Another 2-1 to win against a tough rival.
2: Yeah, it was a really great game. It was a uh, good one to go out and see. I had the, uh, the pleasure of watching this one um, with uh, Matthew, who is a famous movie star that the players were all playing. Uh, he plays... Um, neville longbottom in the harry potter series so some of the players were taking pictures with him kay had invited him she knows him um from work she's done with the foundation uh that he's involved in as well so that was really cool he got to see uh the game and we were chatting soccer and he's a big leeds fan so he's also a big pride fan he's been a pride fan for several years uh this game was was interesting i think um I was surprised not to see Messiah bright starting uh, but I think tactically it works I think we went for that kind of speed up front instead of a, you know more of a powerful nine um I definitely agree with you about Ali Watts I the game started I got up I went to get a beer I thought I had time I did not have time because Ali Watts scored before I uh, continuing my trend from Saturday of getting up and uh, team scored so it, the well, you, you by real, it's me <laughs> yeah it's me uh, yeah yeah and uh, and then it happened again. It, the other goal as well so you're welcome i can't stay in my seat and that's why we scored six goals this weekend so um overall it was a really good game though and i don't think you can underestimate like you said louise how good the uh the carolina courage are and uh what that did to the table we were like down in eighth um at the time and then this put sorry we were down in 10th at the time and this put us up to seventh one behind um the washington spirits uh in sixth for the playoffs so it's really tight right now like the courage uh, are on 28 points so they're only you know three points ahead of us and they're in fourth so a couple more wins you know they've got i believe four games left in the season louise is that correct uh, That's right. Right, yeah so sorry three games left so we got to play mm-hmm. angel city um racing louisville and then the final home game is the Houston Dash on October 15th. So it might all come down to that last home game as to whether the Pride are in the playoffs or not. But this was a massive step forward. They Really, they had to win this game to have a chance of being in the playoffs. And they went out and they did that. And they did it convincingly, wouldn't you say, Luis? I think it, was, it looked to me like we were the better team. And I think the stats reflect that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, they gave absolutely everything they had in this game. Yeah, you can see and, it meant um, a lot. You could see Michaela Clough too. lot uh, of people are not mentioning her, but I thought she was a fantastic eight. She's a fantastic number eight uh, for the league. League wise, I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Marta, Marta was fantastic. Haley McCutcheon to me, um, right as a, on the um,
2: uh, right back to me, she was Great. I mean, they, they dominated the ball, Luis. They had 67% yeah. of the ball. And, you know, you wouldn't have known it from that game because we were just every time winning it back. And we, we were attacking at a much different... They're, you know, kind of like Orlando City, the Courage, where they want to hold the ball a lot. So they were possessing the ball, getting up the field, but they just didn't have any options. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to break us down. And that's partly due to the back line and Listro and Clough, you know, having a really, really good game and just two lines of four most of the time, really. You know, we, they just couldn't get through us. Once we went two, two ups, that basically just shut the game down.
1: All right. So, um, Paula, okay. Um, so, know uh, I, I do agree. Um, two shots on goal for North Carolina Courage the whole game. Two shots on goal. I mean, that's that's fantastic. So, um, a very uh, foul. I mean, they, they, they were fouling here and there, um, both teams. 12 fouls for Orlando Pride, 11 fouls for um, North Carolina Courage. So, you know, and then, um, you know, I'm just very happy that the Pride are only one point away. You know, while Orlando City is second in the East, Orlando Pride is one point away to make playoff contention. So that is just uh, fantastic. And uh, it's a six-point week. And then OCB, my friend, OCB clinching playoffs uh you've been um essentially to some games john uh what are your thoughts regarding the,
2: that 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 playoff clinching i mean at one point we weren't sure whether they were going to do it they kind of had um early season they were killing Louise, and you know later more recently they they slipped up some games dropped some points um, and we weren't sure whether they're going to make you know and clinch it so I was so busy last week that I didn't actually see that game. And I, it was great news to look on Twitter to see that they clinched playoffs. So it's like, that's awesome. Um, one thing I would say is their final game is next Sunday. And it's, it's, I think it's at the exact time of the Miami game. Wow. So I think it's a real stinker that the league has set both of our games at the same time, you know, uh, in their final game of the season. Uh, hopefully we get a home playoff game because I want to go down and support the boys one more time. And I think it would be awesome if we get a home playoff game to get like a big crowd down there, you know, even like a thousand people or so um, would be, would be great because these guys, you know, it, it's hard. So I think to uh, perform for such a small crowd, and I think it would be nice for them to, uh, to show, you know, the fruits of their labor, right? They made the playoffs. Let's, let's reward them with a, with a big attendance for a playoff game, hopefully.
1: I agree, uh, John. Let's read some comments real quick before we go. Uh, let's beat Inter Miami, says Joshua Tom. especially since that's on my birthday. Oh, whoa, happy birthday, Joshua. It'll be great uh, for Atlanta to beat Miami on who, on your birthday. That'll be fantastic. Sitch Taylor, uh, let's beat Miami. Let's go, City. Thank you so much, Sitch. Uh, Messi sucks, it says uh, Sitch Taylor. This <laughs> Taylor Messi sucks. Get some messy Nothing about fight with Orlando City players. Read, read, read my comment. Playoffs is a good instead of Miami. So, so we're making playoffs, and Miami doesn't get anything. There you go. I Very like good. that. It it'd be it be funny if we. I mean, I mean, I mean we definitely gonna make playoffs. I mean, there's really no no doubt that we're gonna make playoffs, but. I'm just saying, uh, Maya- we imagine Miami doesn't get playoffs. Oh, that would be nice. That would be, that'd be so sweet. Thank you, Sitch. I appreciate it. But uh, how did it, uh, our lineup end up, real quick, uh, before we go? Thank you so much for all your support. Drop us a thumbs up. Galeze up top, Holiday, Rodrigo, Jensen, Santos, right at the four in the back, Cesar, Wilder, and then Maudi right on the 10. And then two, um, left wing, Martino Heda, right wing, Facundo Torres, and right up top, Ramiro Enrique, right as your nine. That will be our, our lineup for for the game against NYCFC. We may see some changes. We saw Gaston uh, heavily uh, involved in the practice. Uh, like He's completely fit, as well as Abdi Salim, as well as Luca Petrasso. So... You know, we may see some new faces. Um, Anything else you want to say before we go, John?
2: No, just, uh, you know, um, I'm continuing my campaign, Luis, for hashtag Renew Oscar. Um, Other people have joined uh, the world of of media and other podcasts, Orlando City, are now also, you know, repeating our sentiments that we were saying that uh, he needs a new contract. So. That's what no, I, I want to see you. happen soon. I'm sure you do. And so does Luis Musi, And so does Ricardo Marer. Um So let's uh, let's make that happen. A hundred percent. And, uh, you know, follow me on social media uh, on Twitter. It's John Rollins, uh, OCSC on Instagram, uh, John Rollins for um, all my takes and uh, funny banter and whatever else, Orlando city that I post.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of people saying that, you know, that they know somebody that knows somebody that, Um, you know, now you know, now they're saying, you know, oh, you know, um, I wanted the team to win. That's why I was poppy out. I don't give two cents who's the coach, or players are on the field. People come and go, but the badge remains. But with it, people don't understand, and the reason why people say that is because you were very negative. And you were very toxic to a lot of people within the OC Twitter realm. And now people are calling you out because you're backing out. And that doesn't show you integrity. And you cannot also hold against people that are calling you out. You have to just take it because you called them out first for being poppy out. Cause you were puppy out, and you know it. So it is what it is, my friend. The whole point is is not to focus on that. It's to focus that we're winning, and to focus that the team is doing great, and to focus that the team is gonna actually, the players are ready to lock it in and to definitely move past all of that and definitely push for a, for you know to go deep in the playoffs, and that's what we want. But you cannot tell people not to call you out for the BS that you started in the beginning of the year, because if people are going to call you out, and people are free to do whatever they want. Just like you're free to give out your opinion, people are free to call you out. And and, and I want to say that. And when it comes to Oscar, you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, all 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 teams in the world go through slums that are you know not so not so positive. But in, in a way, I believe that Oscar finally found the the note where each player can excel in each position. So I'm fine. You know whether the whether he stays or not. I, I have a feeling that he definitely will stay. If he stays, great. And we'll see what Orlando can do. But I mean, no one can take the turnaround I mean, there's a whole point no the turnaround the turnaround it's been fantastic I,
2: and i think that was you know the man won us the u.s open cup so exactly. no matter what happens and i don't think he's going anywhere i think it's just a case that we we like to wait until the end of the season to do our contract business but mm-hmm. as many people have pointed out that's perhaps a little bit risky. I'm not sure exactly what the rules are, whether he can be approached or not by other MLS teams before the end of the season. Um, but, you know, maybe it's... I don't know how you feel about... It. Do you think Oscar is distracted by this at all? Do you think he's thinking, why haven't they? Or do you think he's just, I'm focusing on this season, I'll worry about next season afterwards? Um, I try... I think it's more likely that it's the second one. Oscar is so goal oriented on what they're doing right now that I don't think he's going to let any of this contract talk affect him. But I also think that we should just make it happen and I'd put his mind to rest so that he knows, you know, this is my club going forward.
1: No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I believe uh, Oscar should stay. I believe uh, also Luis Moosey, Mr. Moosey and uh, Ricardo should stay. I mean, um it's not my first time uh, watching the sport. Um, I see it in a more of a comable perspective because I live that. And uh, I can tell you, I mean, what Orlando has done, um, not being one of the most uh, heavily invested clubs in the MLS. I mean, it's, I mean, look, look at us. We're second. I mean, um, whatever they did is working. Yes, it took a little bit, and people and fans get, a little frustrated and and that's okay. And you know, you cannot take anything away from the fans, but also you have to hold those fans that were disruptive and toxic and, and 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 those fans that were disruptive and toxic and 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 talk a bunch of stuff and bunch of crap. Um other fans are allowed to call them out. And they need to take it and and, and rub it in and buck her up. You know, I'm, I'm, I just, I just feel like, you know, we don't need that type of negativity. We need to focus on what's next. And Orlando's doing so great that really no one really thinks about that time anymore. Everybody's moving forward, and I think that's what we need to do as a, as a team and as a squad and as a, and as a club. And and I'm happy that uh, Oscar and the players are able to maybe shut the haters or the doubters down by the way they play, which is what soccer players should do, you know, shutting them down by how they play and their wins and their goals. So, so. you know, so I'm so happy for that. So uh, anything else you want to add, John, before we go?
2: No, I just, the final thing is uh, everybody on, on Twitter is voting for, uh, Pedro Galece is Golden Glove. I believe this is some kind of scam slash bot slash somebody uh, playing a joke. Um has come back again. If oh you well. notice in the awards, Matt Turner is there who literally just played today for Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. So it's an old vote. I don't know why it keeps coming back. I think somebody's playing a joke on us, but uh but I do feel yeah. that but Pedro... at the end of the season we will be voting for Pedro as Golden Glove. This of this is not a real vote though, so um, just Pedro,
1: FYI. Pedro needs to win the Golden Glove for sure. I mean, needs to at least be nominated. I mean, you, you know what I mean. Um, the level he's performing club wise and national team wise, I don't think no other keeper in the MLS is performing that that well. You know, and let's see what happens. But in the end, I think what's most important is how Orlando City does. And right now we're doing very well. That Right now so, we're doing very well. I have but no we need complaints. To ride the tide. Keep it positive. Let's unite all of us. Chant Orlando City. Support the team. Support the boys. And Papi and Papi it doesn't really matter anymore. The what matters is that we're winning. We're second in we're second in the East and we're moving forward. And and and, and that's what we need to look forward to. So I want to thank everyone that's watched the show, that's listened to the show, as well as John as Paul as well. Everyone that left their comment. Thank you so much. And we'll see you, guys. Um uh, I think we'll, we'll see them uh, in a surprise show before uh, on, on Thursday, right?
2: Yeah, we got to talk Miami on Thursday.
1: Thursday, we'll be back on Thursday, guys. Have a wonderful day! Thank you so much for your for your time, Orlando. Orlando, thank you.
0: Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud, Orlando. Thank you so much for listening, and ¡Vamos Orlando!